that dialed up, dialed down, like was a great idea, but I took it up a notch. What if we did a segment called Special Delivery, where we did key lines in movies and retarded voices? <laughs> Never go full retard. You can't handle it, dude. That'd be rough to do, and we're going to get fired from the job that we're <laughs> But do you think there are actual special actors out there that we could hire to be on the show? And like, special Delivery! <laughs> yeah, most people want to get fired. Alright. Welcome to I'm Not Just Happened, the podcast on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. <laughs> diplomatic. Diplomatic. Diplomatic community. It's a trap. <laughs> Alright, so we are going to talk the shit out of Rogue One. That, that makes your diplomatic uh, commute suck. Dave's going to be pissed, by the way. Yeah. Just a little bit less. Pre-recorded at the FTC, edited at Lazarus Bay Studios, recording in high-quality audio for posterity sometime in January. Well, uh, to be released. I mean, it's recording today, one way or another. So yeah. in the January 9th. Well, yeah. Okay, to be so posted January, sometime. Re- recorded <laughs> at some point. <laughs> to be posted sometime. <laughs> First off, the bad apologies to our listening audience who are <coughs> expecting the regu- regularly scheduled programs. Um, I'm having a hard time talking because my tonsils are swollen and I'm drinking whiskey to compensate. Honey um, whiskey. Yeah, we're alternating weeks in case you guys have noticed. I hope, really hope you guys are enjoying it. If not, just you know, give us a call. Let us know how it's going. But, uh, yeah, I think we missed a week or two here or there. Hey, it's, Rodney, it's how can they call you? I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> you can dial fuckpi, U-T-J-H, or... Uh, it's fuck with no C, like Spanish rape. Yeah, or 385-743-8854. Wow, thank you for clarifying that. All right, so let's... Coming up on UTJH. We're submitting it for approval. Your oh, your weekly social audio. Well, it. it's not weekly anymore. It's like bi- yeah. it's like bi-monthly or I don't know. At some point in your life. It's audio gonna, debauchery. It's Take be, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so coming up on the show, we're going to talk about a few things. I, I wanted to bring back the coming up segment a little bit just to keep my brain on task as much as I can. So I want to talk about... Of course, we're going to do the fuck yous. We're going to do the really, really sponsored by Lim Insurance. We're going to do the um, I just saws. Try to get to some satisfaction, if we can. We really want to talk about Rogue One because we haven't yet. We've given it a month. We've got lots of graves to piss on. we got definitely well, we're gonna piss graves on one, to piss on. for sure. Let's piss on um, all the graves. And then I really want to talk about award season. Now that the Golden Globes are just over with uh, yesterday. I don't want to touch on the Meryl Streep thing. We'll leave that as is. No then, idea. When of course, we're going to wrap up with the whole uh, promotions and all that other good stuff. So, one thing that I didn't say we are going to bring up is the shout-outs. So, why don't we get to some shout-outs real quick. Uh, shout-out to Maria. By the time this airs, it will have been her birthday. Oh, Her birthday is Saturday, the oh. 14th. So, happy, happy birthday. Happy um, birthday. I love you so much. We're going to go out and have a nice fancy dinner. Well, we're going to go out and have a dinner. And then, I don't know, it should be it. Have you picked where? She's going to pick where. I'm like, just tell me where you want to go. We'll go. Um, Is that an RPM? No. Actually, today, last year, was when we went to RPM Steak. So, that's a funny coincidence. There's only one. There can be only one. <gasps> uh, let's see. Let's see. Shout out to Jason, uh, my cousin who was patient with me while we were playing Star Wars Battlefront. On PS4. Shout out to Dave and Jason for joining up with me yesterday to all play Rocket League together. Because that's amazing to do with a whole team of people. I think that's it for my shout outs. Right? I need to set this here. Shout out to my goddaughter. Her birthday is the 13th. Aww. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she should be listening to this. 
But, well, happy birthday for you, maybe when you listen to this in the future. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, oh. it's there. It's coming. Shout out to you guys, as always, for Thanks, uh, having me over. And, uh, yeah, that should be good. That should be good. I love you. I love you. It is good to have you back, I will say well, that. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, shout outs this week. Shout out to uh, my wife, of course. Our usual wifely shout outs. Uh, shout out to the Dogerties on mm. uh, Johnny Five. Johnny Five is alive. Yes. JD is the fourth, the Esquire, and they just had a son. His first son. The anomaly yeah, is after real. Three girls? My grandpa had five daughters. Oh. I mean, Maria's family had four girls. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Shout out to Caesar for his accomplishment. Which yes, very much so. I don't yeah. think we would speak of, but shout out to Caesar. Shout out to Liam Michaels, who just turned two. They happened in Wisconsin. A birthday shout out. So shout out to Jeff, uh, Joe, Natalia over across the pond. Uh, Maria, of course. Kelly, Kim, Rachel, Amir. Rachel! Dan and Jim, the twins, whose birthdays are on the same day. Hopefully. Benny, Aubrey. Aubrey's birthday's coming up. Ooh. Uh, Will. Estella and Jesse, who's also twins, born on the same day. Hopefully. Not as the other twins, but they were born on the same day. Uh, my friend Sean. Happy birthday, you guys. Yay. All right. So, let's get to our great intro. <laughs> Everybody's talking about my podcast. I got my podcast. I got my podcast. He says, I'll say, give me some more. Rachel! Why did you say that? Why did you say that? I need some also. Podcast oh. news! <laughs> you already drink it? Call our hotline, fuck pie UTJH. Or fuck spelled without the C, like Spanish rape. Without the K. Wait, is it C without the K? Wait. K without the C. No, C. Like Spanish rape. Yeah, no okay. C. No C. Oh, see? No, no, see. No, 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 no. It might just be hesitant, right? Yeah. Like, no, see. No, no, see. Depends no. where the comma is, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Or the tilde. <gasps> she was 19 the whole time. We're also blind fucking. Yeah. Can I just say, no, see. after listening to the episode, the payoff for that entire episode... She was 19 the whole time. <laughs> had it been one of the greatest comedic moments of my life. Shout out to Caesar. Shout out to Caesar. Did you hear that? So in the last episode, we were talking about how Carrie Fisher <laughs> was 19 during Star Wars. And she's like, man, she was 19 through that whole that whole time? And we're like, yes, yeah, Caesar. She was 19 Force through awakens. three episodes <laughs> in several years. She was still 19. And he's just like, that is probably the dumbest thing I've ever said in my life. But like the timing of it is immaculate. It's so good. The more you know. And it was, yeah, and Rodney, of course, edited that in. So that is the best the more you know I've ever heard. So for shout outs, for shout outs, shout outs, shout outs, and uh, podcast news, uh, give us a call at uh, fuckpyutjh385743-8854. Send us a text message. Send us some dick pics. We receive media too. Do not ask us about the apartment listing that's listed under that number. Because apparently we have a bunch of requests about the apartment listing on... Uh, Dude, uh, we should totally just call that, back. You know, that's what I was thinking. We should like call them back and be like... Be like, are you okay with the fact that there's a water, a cascading waterfall inside the tub? Like, it's a jacuzzi level temperatures, yes, but you know, some people get turned off at the whole waterfall. Like, there's a waterfall. I didn't see that in the picture. <laughs> just, it actually is going. a cat's apartment. Yeah. You're renting from the cat. <laughs> like, yeah. the, the tiger comes with the second closet. But he's house trained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Domesticated tiger. 
Yeah, there are, yeah, there are a couple posters. Like, hey, you still have that apartment value. Debate on whether or not calling them back. Like, like hey, are you interested know? in the apartment? Or maybe we should rent an apartment out of that number or, like, post, like, personals and stuff. Like, Just do real random ones to see who actually responds. That could be fun. Yeah, we, or we could, be, we could just be murdered. We, 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 yeah, that, yeah, that's always a thing. <laughs> that is always an option. <laughs> we, but we could put personals and just put the uh, the synopsis of movies that we like. Seeking a friend for the end of the world. Must love dogs. While you're sleeping. <laughs> you there will be up. blood. <laughs> <laughs> blood sport? Ooh. All right. Hold on. Let's get to let's get to podcast yeah. news because I want to get to my all my just saw. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, thank you to uh, new listening audiences across the country in Redmond, Washington, Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas. Uh, go Cowboys! Scottstown, Ohio, and internationally new audiences in Lima, Peru, Montreal, Canada, and Santiago, Chile. Of course, thank you to our regular listening audiences in Aurora, Chicago, Hanover Park, Joliet, Bolingbrook, Oakland, Skokie, Elkhorn Village. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana, and Indianapolis, Indiana. I was having. You almost, yeah, you almost made it through there without breathing. Again. Too much like... whiskey. Uh, Wichita, Kansas, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, DC, Ashburn, Virginia, Scottsdale, Arizona. On the East Coast, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and on the West Coast, San Jose, Mountain View, California, Long Beach, and LA. Internationally, Amsterdam, São Paulo, Brazil, Dublin, Ireland, and Chelsea, France. You okay. Did you guys do a proper intro? Were you introduce yourselves in the Oh no, I didn't, we didn't do that. No. <laughs> Too much whiskey. <laughs> I'm thinking all the way. You know who we are. Well, it's I'm 2017. Yeah, I'm Come Adam on. Flores. I'm Rodney Senyo. And of course, we have <laughs> guest extraordinaire, Mr. Ryan Maddie. We're about ready to start the Hi show. Hi, guys. <laughs> all right, moving on to the Omega Dressal because we got a lot of shit that I want to get oh, Wait, through. hold on. I got a weird or not weird. Oh, okay, go. Weird or not weird? Oh, okay. So I was listening to the radio this morning and, uh, <clears throat> they were talking about this Huffington Post article about micro-cheating. Is, is this weird or not weird? Explain it. Like micro-cheating. Um, you're not exactly, like, sleeping with somebody else, but it's like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example of what uh, micro-cheating would be. Like, um, purposely tipping the hot waitress just because she was hot. Like, is that a form of micro-cheating? Is this, like, really a thing, or is it just something stupid? Is it weird or not weird? I think it's something that people are just reading into too much. Yeah. Like, what was uh, Aziz Ansari's stand-up comedy act, where he thinks that the one waitress is really cute, and his friend says, oh, why don't you just, you know, tip her really well? He's like, yeah, you know, what does that say? It's like, you know, oh, how, how much is that? Oh, two dollars? Here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> that means that I'm willing to sleep with you for a low price of ninety-eight dollars. <laughs> like, I don't think that's really, you know, going to work. So weird? I, I think it's weird to... I think it's even, weird to think of that. Yeah, to branch into that whole thing. Like, just... Like, I understand there's, like, you know, people the, the overly part. cheating. Like, the overly, you know, like, not cheating, like, the overly flirting could be misconstrued yeah. as whatever. But just tipping a random woman well is, is kind of weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's... I think I think we've gotten to a point where everyone needs to put a title on every last emotion and gesture and thought. And it's like... Sometimes things are just a and you just leave it out there in the ether. Hey, how about this? Here's another example. Reaching out to an ex on a day that was once significant to them as a couple. Yeah, that's bullshit. micro Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's inappropriate. Little... That's valid. Yeah. yeah. But that's just dumb. Like, that's very dumb. Yeah, I don't think you need to put a title on it. Just, hey, just don't be dumb. Sending a photo to an ex that reminds him of a good time past because he feels like reliving an old memory temporarily. What is yeah, it? Dumb. What is it? What is it, though? 
Because you dated someone if you're still friendly enough to send them the text. You're still friends with them. But if, if, if it's if something you're, like, you're already with somebody else. Yeah, but if it's if it's one of those things where it's like you know I send a picture of you know my my first girlfriend you know one of the first times we ever kissed was to we were at like a mixer and Mariah Carey always be my baby was on. If I saw that song, I think of her and I would say, hey, remember that. That is an intimate moment I shared with that person. But if it's like, hey, remember that stupid dog that, you know, licked the window that one time that we were hanging out? Yeah, I just Then it's not really, like, an intimate thing, and it's just you talking to an old friend. It's still probably dumb to talk to an old ex. Yeah. But... I really just leave it at that to me, but... What do you think, Ronnie? Yeah, I think that's context-dependent. Like, because some of them... Like, I thought this... It, it was See, a, I think the opposite. If you're meeting somebody up, like, hey, I just saw a dog run into a fucking pole. Remember when that happened that one time we were going for a walk? Hope everything's good. Talk to you later. But if it's like always be my baby, that that might get the other person to be thinking like, oh, shit, maybe they're thinking that I'm still their baby. Maybe they're not having their relationship. And then it turns to a whole thing. It's like, no, I just no. See, that's why I'm agreeing with you. Oh, I think that it's bad if you have that. You know, if it's the dog running to a pole park, go ahead, send it. That's a friendly okay. thing. That's just like you, you know, joking around. Hey, this funny thing happened between friends. But if it's something that happened that's relationship dependent, yeah, no. then I would say no. Okay, then I agree. Because as I first said, you know, there's a Huffington Post article, so I read through so it. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, this is fucking stupid. But then I turned the table and I'm like, okay, one of the examples was obsessively checking another girl's social media feed, getting way more excited about the non-girlfriend's post than he does about a significant other. Like I thought, at first I thought that was bullshit because it's like, I was thinking about Sanders like Facebook feed. It is kind of boring. Um, no offense. Well, Maria posts like once every like two months. Yeah. So, you know, of course, like, some other chick's social media feed is going to be more interesting than Sanders. But if she was checking some other, like, obsessively checking some other dude's social media feed, I'm like, uh, that's a little weird. See, I don't look up anybody just to find their feed. Except for this guy, Joe King, because he's hilarious. But it, like, there's nobody that's like, oh, I wonder what this person looks like. And the um, that just happened page. Of course. Of course. So it's just, I don't know. Again, I think it's putting a title on something and overthinking it way too much. So weird. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it's a weird. Weird. All right. All right. Moving on to the um, I just saw portion. He's in rice. Oh, you know what? I got a million dollar idea. Oh my god. <laughs> Come on, we haven't one, done one of these in a while. In twenty minutes, I'll get to the um, I just saw. <laughs> and we're out of time, people. Okay, so we talked this about this. I just saw. Be like Matt Damon. Apologies <laughs> to Matt Damon. So, so we talked about before a million dollar idea of a food court only building. Where it's like you go there and it's just a food court with all different restaurants from like all different places so you can get a variety of food if you wanted to go to lunch. I wanted to add to that million dollar idea a food court only building with premium full service if you wanted to pay extra. Because I was just talking to my brother-in-law and uh, uh, basically the hardest part about going to a food court with three boys is that everybody wants something different. Like, this one wants McDonald's, this one wants Taco Bell, this one wants Panda Express, and of course you want to get, go get Burger King. So you spend the whole time in line, the food gets cold, and nobody really gets to eat. So it'd be nice to go to a food court with a bunch of kids and then send somebody to go to each restaurant and get your food for you. Either that or you just go to one place. So like you go to like just, it's a window, and it's every menu. And in the back, it's all separated, but you don't see any of that. So you can be like, all right, let me get a Big Mac... Let me get some orange chicken. Let me get this, and it all comes out at once in the in the one window. But it's all like the money, of course, goes to each appropriated restaurant, and you don't have to worry about 
walking all around. See, that's what I love about the KFC Taco Bell Express. Oh, those are so great. It's like, let me get like, just two like, tacos. Yeah, yeah, you go to one like, window. There's chicken leg. There was one down by school, that, you know, that was uh, a KFC Taco Bell Pizza Hut. Yes. And I was like, whoa, it's... Can, whoa. Or the Long John Silver's A&W's. Oh, those are great. A lot of those are closed now, though. Yeah, it sucks. Long John Silver doesn't have a big... I once um, drove probably 40 minutes to go to a Long John Silver's because it was it was the only one on Google that I could find. And then I talked to a friend of mine like two days later. I'm like, yeah, I got Long John Silver's. And they're like, oh, the one right off this street? I'm like, no, there's not one off that street. They're like, yeah, it's a Long John Silver slash, you know, like gas station or something like that. I'm like, okay. So it's not called Long John Silver's because it's the gas station's name first. Then Long John Silver's. I'm like, you gotta be... And it's like a seven-minute drive from my house. <laughs> oh my God bless it. BP, Long John Silver's. Yeah. Well, that was like the... Shell would be more appropriate. The Pan Express is right around the corner from here now. Is the Pan Express right Very rare that I get a high-five laugh from Ryan. <laughs> it's a sympathy one. Usually just shaking his um, <laughs> And I, I was looking like every single day for when this fucking place would open. And it, they didn't have it listed. And I happened to find the phone number to like do some real roundabout way. I'm like, are you open? They're like, yes, we are. I'm like, ha fuck you, Google. <laughs> oh, it wasn't on Google. It was on the Pan Express website. And uh-huh. I'm like, it says it's open here, but it doesn't say it's open here. So I was, I was like, I just need to know. I need that, to know. Guess that panda wasn't fast enough. So there's also, I was thinking, what? How hard would it be to put heat lamps on the headlights of a car? Rather than just regular... So you can melt the snow as you drive. I like it. It'd take a lot more power, I imagine. Yeah, it would. Worth it. <laughs> It'd be like one of those bikes with the headlight where you have to pedal so hard. <laughs> just to turn the lamp on. Like you, could, you could, like, you know... It, it's not like all how the time hot are we talking? Too hot. Oh, it's too hot. Alright. Well, I thought you were going to say, I don't oh, know. Dan. I, don't, I mean... Just something better in this world. Yeah. There needs to be a way to melt snow easier. How about if you text me, let's get some heated fucking streets. We already pay so much for those damn streets. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Way too much for lighted streets. Now we need heated streets. Seriously. Just get heat lamps instead of just regular lamps. The Bobby D face. Alright. Um, I just saw... Am I, okay. the, am I the only one who goes to the Long John Silver's for chicken? Yes. I love the chicken at Long John Silver's. Yeah, you're probably the only one. Okay. You're a little weird, though. Yeah, I'm a little weird. Like, just chicken? That's all and you And hush get? puppies. Okay. Hush yeah, puppies, hush of course. Puppies. I mean, hush puppies. Not know, savage. You know what I just saw the other day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to start naming movies that I've seen. Alright, so I saw Sully... Yeah. Again. I heard it was good. It's a great, great movie, actually. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Very powerful. Where does it rank on the Tom Hanks movie Ooh, scale? fuck. Because I've actually been talking to the kid that I work with about all the different Tom Hanks movies. Because I, I, I had him watch Forrest Gump, and he loved it. And he, he was not born in the United States. He only moved here a few years ago. So I've been giving him random movies to watch. And so I gave him Tom, you know, Forrest Gump. And he goes, ah, I don't know. And him and his entire family watched it, and they loved it. And so I'm like, oh, now you gotta watch this movie. And then you gotta watch... I'm like, man, he's got so many good movies. I say top ten. Okay, top ten. 
And I, I love Tom Hanks, so that's pretty good, pretty high up yeah. there. Uh, saw Toy Story 1 and 2, uh, thanks to the Merkles. Well, you haven't seen that thing you do either, have you? I have. Okay. Um, I haven't seen The Lady Killers. I haven't seen Charlie Wilson's War. Um, I saw Inside Out. Good movie. Good movie. Very, very good movie. A very smart movie in terms of concept. Very, very smart. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, saw Deadpool. Haven't seen that since the theater. Really enjoyed that again. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I've seen it since the theater either. So, so worth it. Yeah. So worth it. Marina Baccarin. Oh, super hot. Am I the only one that thinks that Negasonic Teenage Warhead is going to be hot when she gets older? She has potential. She has a really nice smile. Like, when she smiles, she has a very nice smile. She definitely has potential. I can see that. I like her smile. Anyway. Hey. Um, when David posted that left or right and it was just Monica Baccarin, was it just the point? Or does he mean like left or right boob? Yep. Yeah. I'd do it all. Alright, Marina Baccarin in Deadpool or Marina Baccarin from Serenity? Or Firefly? Oh. Um, the thing? No. What? More whiskey, please. Oh, jeez. He needs booze. Oh, yeah. So that's what you're talking about. It's probably into you, too. Um, I'm going to say Firefly. Because you get more backstory out of her? Yeah, and I think so. And you know that she's... I did Firefly, too, because she's trained in the ways of pleasure for... Any person, not just men. So yeah. you know... But then you gotta compare to Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks for as top-heavy and the issues and everything, I'd still take Marina Becker and over Christina Hendricks. Any, any day. But, so she would know how to pleasure an Escobarian? So that's it for so, my album I just saw, finally. Okay. Oh, and I just beat The Last Guardian. Ooh. How did, how did it live up to expectations? It was harder than I thought it was going to be. And those games are already pretty fucking hard. Um, but I felt really good because the few times that I actually went on Jugal to look up how to do something, I was already in the process of doing it that way. I just, if I had kept going another 10 seconds, I would have done exactly what I needed to do. And I'm like, oh, fuck, why did I even bother looking that up? But it's... It's a fun game. The ending of it's actually really, really beautiful and still sad in a way, but it's wonderful game. Absolutely loved it. Okay. And Dave, when he's done with Final Fantasy fifteen, he's gonna let me borrow that, and I'm gonna let him borrow The Last Guardian. Nice. All right. That's it. All right. No, I'm going to go over what um, I just saw. I just saw the most recent Star Trek movie, Beyond. How's that? Is that on Netflix? No. Oh. Oh, that's your other thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, it was okay. It was good. It, it had its moments. Uh, I enjoyed it. Better it than the first two? No. Uh... I didn't think It's a Darkness was half as bad as a lot of people say. 
I liked it. I liked Into Darkness. I liked it too. I, liked I probably liked this as much as Into Darkness. I liked the first one a lot. I think Chris Hemsworth is going to be in the fourth one. Ooh. That'd be cool. He's going to come back as... As your Faja? Yeah. Faja. So I'm excited about that. And he said he said that it's insane, the script. Like, it's awesome. Okay. It's uh, Thor. Do you see Doctor Strange is going to be in Thor? Ragnarok? I did like not see that. It's confirmed that no. he's, he's in it. It wasn't that like a teaser? Yeah, but like now they, they've actually confirmed did they that confirm he's it? in it. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Doctor Strange? I have. Uh, How many nerd boners? Out of five. Four. That's good. Top what, five, top ten Marvel movies. I think we went over this the last time we talked. We did this on something game. Oh, yeah. When the two of us were there. Yeah. Um, I would have to relook at the list. It's definitely up there. It's definitely up there. And I know we talked about how I didn't think they were going to be able to bring up the whole mysticism thing and have it be, like, an actual story without taking way too much time explaining it. And they just threw you right into it, which I really liked. Yeah, I really liked it. I don't have to dumb things down it's, anymore. Yeah, it's no all, this bigger giant thing is just, no, it's, it's magic. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, The Best of the Best. With honors. One or two? Uh, I watched one. I have the second one ready to watch. Tommy, no! But it, it was... It, like, I'm watching this movie, I'm like, this is so bad. That? I only, remember Only the strong? Only the strong is still uh, The substitute? <laughs> I like... Those are all so bad. <laughs> but they're so great. Mark Dacascos just random, randomly fighting a, like, a drug lord. I'm like, what? What just happened? <laughs> I think that's his brother. No. Oh, wait, no. I'm thinking of... That's the best of brothers. Tommy and uh, Simon. Possibly. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, I remember really liking part two, though. Yeah, with Baracus. Like, where some random green guy just happens to be related to some random Native American guy. Or, like, three ninjas. Remember that shit? And Eric Roberts. And then the last thing I'll say that I watched, which actually... I, I really enjoyed was uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. It's an animated movie, right? Yeah. It was very good. I saw a thing on Watch Mojo about it's like the last, the top 10 movies of 2016. And that was like number three or something like that. I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I saw something about that, but I really haven't heard anything about it. I'm like, what's it look like? Take you all the way. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just—it was actually a very good movie. Like I, I very much enjoyed. It's it. It's hard to judge those kind of movies. Yeah. Without knowing at least a little bit about it. Yeah, it had a great story. It had a great story. Was it a great story? It was a great story. I don't know if you heard that. Great <laughs> story. Colon great. So, um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. You can't cough when we're not recording. He waits till the one second, raises his eyebrows, uh, cough. Uh, so I watched, um, I watched Civil War again, and nice. promptly after that I watched Age of Ultron. On Netflix? No, it was on cable, actually. 
So um, that was fun. Um, I watched Book of Life, one of my all-time favorite movies. I would I would name my son Joaquin and uh, Manolo. Never seen Book of Life. It's a good movie. Which one's that? Uh, it's it's like a kind of like a marionette movie, but it's CGI marionettes. About the day of the dead. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I was enjoying it. I just saw the first like twenty minutes of the Jungle Book. The oh, the new one? one? I heard that was good, too. It's really good. Oh, the first 20 minutes I saw, I was like, holy fuck. Anyway, proceed. Oh, I went to the starter kit reunion. That was fun. Oh, yeah. How was that? Yeah. I'm sorry yeah. I couldn't get couldn't, uh, make it out. Ended it kind of early. They played a lot of new stuff. Um, I was hoping for, like, the old, old school stuff, but yeah, I'm probably not going to hear Tomorrow's Never Better Live ever again. Unless we talk them into it. Should have done it. And been like, this is for the guys at UTJH. Me cut through a wall and lift my shirt up. Go ahead. Um, and then, Doctor Strange. We talked about Doctor Strange. And of course, what we're here to talk about, Rogue One. Alright, so first and foremost, my apologies to David Merkel. I didn't know we were going to be talking about Rogue One, so don't be mad at me because it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's angry anyway, so might as well just keep that going. Um, rebel, rebel, rebel. And I'm sure... Once I tell him that we did talk about it, he's going to be like, well, we're going to talk about it on Hooking Up then. Yeah. So just to get his opinion, his full-on opinion on it. All right, so first and foremost. Yes. Where does it fall numerically versus the other Star Wars movies? I mean, in chronological order or versus? Where would you slide this in? Or does this start off a total separate grouping? So you got... Actual Star Wars movies and then offshoot Star, Star Wars movies. Hmm. Because, I mean, it's it's hard to compare it with the other ones, which a lot of people were trying to do and saying, like, oh, it's better than Force Awakens. It's a, To me, it's a totally different animal. And it's hard to compare this movie with the other seven. Because of the fact that it strays so far in, in a lot of ways... From the traditions of the Marvel, Marvel, uh, not the Marvel, the Star Wars uh, universe. But does it really? To I mean, me it does. if you put a Jedi in this movie, that would be enough for it to be the Star Wars folklore. But the fact that there isn't one, the fact that you're getting a more dark sense than you've ever gotten, even in Empire, to me, this movie is darker than that. Like. You got you got people that are willing to kill for the sake of the mission, you know, unlike you've ever seen. Yeah. It's, it's See, not easy to come across. I would argue that it is better than Force Awakens. And what's seeing how good this movie is just makes me more mad about how bad not saying terrible, but how bad how much better Force Awakens should have been. See, I don't agree. I, I think Force Awakens feels more of a, like a Star Wars movie. This feels very much like a movie that happens to be taking place in the Star Wars universe that ties in. Like, the, but barely the, ties in. But the dogfight scenes alone, the dogfight scenes alone were so much better in this movie. Just talk okay. about... So, before we get into that, let me just say, the scene where... The final scene when she's trying to get to the beacon thing, right? Yeah, spoilers. Yes, major spoilers here. And 
you have the giant Imperial cruisers out in space. And they're doing their whole thing trying to knock out this tiny fucking bubble that's shielding up the entire planet. All that spaceship? Unnecessary. Absolutely unnecessary. You had enough suspense of her trying to get that thing in there and fighting Krillin or whatever the hell his name is. You didn't... All that spaceship didn't need to be there. <coughs> and I feel like this was a movie that concentrated on ground fire and the guerrilla tactics that the rebels had to go through to get to this point. You didn't need them once again... We're going to try and knock out the shield if I'm really close to it and we have to shoot the... Like, no, you don't need that all over again. But see, like, if, if you played the, uh, I think it was, the game was called Rogue One. Wasn't it for the N64? That's exactly what that game was. There was a main objective and there were like two or three secondary objectives. And if you were a part of that war... So to me, I think it'd be, it'd be okay for you to be like, alright, you know, they got to worry about knocking out that thing up there. Let's worry about what's going on down here. So you can have the game tie into that whole part of it. And you can because it's not like the Rogue One was up there doing anything. The Rogue One was on the ground. But I mean that that's like that's what you're doing when you're in a war. It's like there's okay, like if you look, look at Fury, look at Save It Private Ryan. Okay, we gotta get to you know we gotta hold this bridge. We gotta. But okay, so imagine that, that scene in Save It Private Ryan when you have all the tension of them trying to cross through this bridge to get to the Alamo to to blow the bridge just in time, and it cuts back to the planes that are about to fly over. And save Tom Hanks' life. And then it cuts back down to them, you know, killing off Tom Sizemore and all that shit. Then it goes all the way back into, into the sky and the planes are getting closer and closer. It's like, no! I don't need to know what the fuck is going on in the planes. I want to know what the hell's going on in on this one bridge right now. Like, this, this is all that matters. All that shit up there has nothing to do with what happens right here at, at this point to me. Like, it's enough suspense to say... I have to get to this point before Krillin gets there, before he disables this whole thing and fucks up everything. And it mirrored a little too closely to that scene in Winter Soldier when Captain America is trying to get the last chip inside of the uh, the helicarrier. I, I think it just adds more gravity to the scene. <coughs> this, this is this, this this moment is bigger than just that one objective. Like, okay, if you go back and having to watch the other Star Wars which were on when I got home. And, and again, Force Awakens, it's like the stormtroopers show up at Maz Katana's bar, and there's no gravity to, oh, there's stormtroopers. Oh, wow, there's a traitor guy. Okay, he gets to fight Jedi with the lightsaber. Big fucking deal. But, like, when that at-at comes at you and on the beach, and he fucking shoots it with a goddamn bazooka. See, that's cool. Turns his head, and it looks straight at him. Dude, I got chills when that at-at, like, it, it's just one fucking at-at. Every other Star Wars, like... Well, it's an ad ad. We're probably going to race around with speeders. And no, I mean, that, we're that going to hit it in the side with logs. It's uh, the it's shit that was going on with the main characters. That's the shit that I liked. It was all the superfluous stuff to me. That I think they're trying to go for like a nostalgia part, like a nostalgia part of it. I think it was trying to like relate to things that happened in like the later Star Wars. Movies. It's like that's what I mean. Like that, I feel like all that space stuff was them being like. We gotta put some space stuff in. I think that's kind of what it and is. It's like, don't just add that shit in well, I mean, because like, you feel you can. Well, we really threw in R2D2 and C3PO. That, that's why I felt the Force Awakens. Oh, we have to have C3PO in here. Oh, look, he has a red arm. Yeah, it's just a force down your throat. Well, the Force Awakened it. But to me, I don't know. Like, the Force Awakens to me, I still think is a beautiful movie, and I enjoyed it. I think this movie is more of a. Like a nerd, like that grew up with Star Wars, 
and more of a mature movie because it, it has some dark parts to it and it has some very adult themes. You're like, okay. Whereas The Force Awakens, I could see is more of what Star Wars is. It's like a, a kid's movie. Yeah. This is like, like if you liken it to the medieval period, like, you know, you had assassins and stuff doing the dirty work, but then you had the knights in the foreground fighting, you know, the glorious battles. But you don't <coughs> see the people that are taking out, you know, all the behind-the-scenes people, like, you know, and it's, you know, the the common folks always praise the knights because it's like they're they're the ones that they see in the battles doing everything rather than, you know, nobody knows about, you know, the guys slitting throats in the nighttime. And to me, it's two different worlds. You know, you can't have this without that and vice versa. You know, you need the Flash and, you know, all that stuff to detract a little bit of the pressure from these guys. So the movies complement each other perfectly to me. See, I don't know. I, I agree, okay, it's two different worlds. But for me, seeing this, to me, was the moment... It was, I compare it to the moment in time when I saw Batman 89 after having grown up with Batman 66. Or Batman Begins, after having grown up with Batman 89. It was a grown-up version. It was an improved version. It's still Star Wars. But it, it was it was a, a different story, and it was better told. Okay, now, is this a movie that, yes, you could take a little kid to see it, and they'll still like a lot of the stuff. But you take a little kid to see... Force Awakens. It's not to say that it's a kiddie movie. Far from it. It has some deep-rooted issues as well. Um, but to me, it's sort of like, you know, you need that side of Star Wars. Because, I mean, we watched Star Wars. At, what, what was the age you were when you watched Star Wars? I can't even remember. Young. Crazy Super young. young, yeah. So it's like, if, if I walked into this and Rogue One was the first movie that I saw, I might not like Star Wars as much. Yeah, I, I absolutely do not want to go back to anything less than Rogue One at this point. And that would be like that'd be like going back to Batman and Robin after having seen Batman Begins. See, to me, I see it as okay. It, I'll watch Rogue One, but I'm showing my kids to Force Awakens because this is the movie that's going to help them branch into the rest of the Star Wars mythos. The other six movies, this movie will help that more. While I get to still enjoy Rogue One and hopefully the the rest of those series of movies have that tone to them, so like it's that's why to me it's it's almost a night and day contrast between the two because I I don't want my kids to really watch Rogue One yet. I mean they will. It, it, my it'll kids bring up seen a the lot ring. of questions. Your kids saw yeah. the ring. Yeah, but she was like she was younger than she is now. I don't know if that's oh. better or worse. <laughs> okay. She's one month. Have you, you've seen the Animatrix, right? Yeah. So I was saying that this movie is just like the final flight of the Osiris. Okay. The very first Animatrix when, you know, they're fighting to get this message across. Yeah. And spoiler alert, everybody dies at the end. That's how I felt coming to the end of that movie. I'm like, this was the final flight of the Osiris. And like, it's not a bad thing at all. But it was just, it was cool to branch that together in my mind. Yeah. I really miss some of those really cool scenes that they had in the trailers, though. Yeah, well, I mean, the trailers were like like one shot. Okay, holy shit. How did that get there? But, like, 
for me, thinking about this movie, I think this movie, character character development wise, was the way the Suicide Squad should have gone. Yes. Not in the sense that okay, spoiler, everybody dies. In a sense that okay, these are people fighting for the cause, and they're the protagonists in this story, but they're not perfect. Some of them are assholes. Some of them have like killed people. We're assassins, thieves, but we're all working towards a greater goal, and you sympathize and empathize. Here's a droid, played by Alan Tudyk very well. God, is there anything that Alan Tudyk can't do well? Uh, uh, the entire Firefly cast. And he's not, he's not like, oh, I'm a droid, beep, beep, boop, boop, oh, I do cute stuff. Oh, yeah, he's like, he's an asshole of a droid, really. You let her keep it? Yeah, that's, oh my god, I left so hard. He's perfect. In every role that he has, as yeah. Weaselton, as Wesselton, because he was Weaselton in Zootopia. And I love the fact that they're Frozen. like, alright, Wesselton, he's like, it's Weaselton. <laughs> because in Frozen, he plays yeah. Wesselton, and oh. Zootopia plays Weaselton. Oh, I never caught that. I, mean, I only saw Zootopia for the first time, like, a month ago. That movie's so good. It was actually very good. Anyway, I, we oh, digress. sorry, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, the only the only gripe about acting I had in the entire movie was, you know, it wasn't uh, what's her name's best performance. Who, the lead? Oh. I mean, I haven't seen her in anything else, so to me, it was like, if this is her breakout role, I, I think Daisy really did a better starring role. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um. All right, left to right, Daisy Ridley or this chick? Ooh, tough choice. <laughs> Based on the movies, I think I go with Daisy Ridley. Yeah, and the costume design and yeah, yeah, Daisy. So. All right, but I like the chick. She had, well, they both have English accents, right? All right. So, what do you think of Grand Moff Tarkin being redone? I think that was amazing. Yeah, some of the best CGI work I've seen in a long time. A lot better than Leia. Spoiler alert. Yeah. That's the closest we're going to get for a while. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Alright. And of course, Darth Vader. That was fucking awesome. I was like, wow. One yeah. word, redemption. Alright, so he that... off looking like a little bitch. Alright, so do you still have the same affinity for Darth Maul as you have? Yes. Okay. But that was a badass. That was the most badass I've ever seen Darth Vader in pretty much any medium ever. Yeah? No. I still don't understand how he has that accent. What? Like, you have... Why cast Anakin as, like, an American-sounding dude? And then, later on, he has James Earl Jones' voice and, like, almost... I don't know, it just it doesn't make sense. Like, Daisy well, Jones. Yes. Why would he go from, oh no, I don't know what I'm going to do, to, oh, here's the thing about this. And it's like, the mechanics wouldn't ch- alter your speech pattern in that might. way. You ever hear like, like not the his old diction. slot machine women who smoke cigarettes for like 90 years? But not his diction, years? like his pronunciation of words wouldn't change. The tone of it might. Maybe it's to slow down and think about it more. And 
pissed me off. I don't know. I don't how about, know. How about Donnie Yen? Oh my yeah. god, I forward to that. Dude, the movie. when he was walking up with the staff, I'm like, he's gonna press a button and a fucking lightsaber is gonna come out and I'm gonna jizz all over the front row. Jeez. And it didn't happen. I was like, oh, you guys missed a fucking opportunity. What? Yeah, I was really waiting for that. I was waiting for him to. Or at least use the force, like, even like, just I, a like, little bit. That's all I wanted. I wanted just, like, him to, like, almost make it to that lever, and then, like, fall short, and then just, like, yo, I'm one with the force, the force is one with me, or whatever, you know, and all of a sudden he just goes like this, and moves it. Yeah. And, like, that's all I want. Like, that's like, what I was hoping for. Like, come you on. Got, you got a guy come on, do it! So in tune with the force, and he doesn't utilize it, aside <sighs> from, you know, his fighting technique, which is still impressive, don't get me wrong. But... This movie, all in all, had some moments where I'm like, I want some of the Star Wars stuff in there. And I wasn't getting it. How about Wen Jiang? Played uh, Baze? The guy with the giant gun? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they really boosted up for the Asian community in that yeah. shit. Did that desperation look in his eyes when he saw, you know, Donnie Yen, like, just, okay, he's all alone? He still kept fighting? Yeah, I was... This movie had some of the best characters. Forrest Whitaker. The simple effects where it's like, okay, they show half his body as a robot, and then, you know, they show him speaking. I thought that was pretty good. I like the the fact that he was like, okay, is Fork or Whitaker just, he's just crazy? Is he an asshole? Is he a good guy? Like, what's he really fighting for? Kind of like that edge to the character. I just, okay, out of ten stars, how many would you give it? Out of five nerd boners, how many would you get? Uh, eight and a half stars. Do four and a half nerd boners. Yeah. I'd say I four and nine. Four. I give it four. So I don't know if I can quite give it nine. But just there. See, like, to me... You think I played uh, the, the, the father? The guy who designed the... Uh, Death Star? The bad guy from Doctor Strange? Yeah. He's been in quite a few things lately I've seen. Man. Yeah. Hannibal. He's a good actor. I, I like I mean, him a lot. Literally, literally, the entire plot of this movie was a footnote in all of the other Star Wars movies. Nick brought it up on the, You're Gonna Get Easy. It was a joke of a plot point that there was an exhaust port that blew up the entire Death Star. And they turned the whole movie into that. Which, say, which saves that entire... <laughs> Because anybody that's like, really, dude, why would you put that in there? It's like, why don't you watch Rogue One? Fuck. Well, do you ever see the video online of the guy who defends himself for putting that exhaust port? I'm going to turn it on. I can show you to my phone really quick. I'll just show it to you on my phone. (laughs) That's fucking amazing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's what I think of now whenever everybody talks about the exhaust one is the the dorkly video look it up it's fucking hilarious it's pretty good actually yeah alright so any uh any final thoughts on it I think this is one of the best standalone movies that I've seen in a long time that branched off from a series, series. agreed I, I like that it walked you right into A New Hope. 
And when <laughs> when Princess Leia says, we're on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan, I'm like, you lying fucking bitch. Right? I'm he like, just saw you five minutes ago. That, that's the one thing that I was like, how is he supposed to believe? Like, no wonder he doesn't believe that shit. I'd be like, oh, you are a rebel and traitor. Take her away. Deep You're a part of the rebel alliance and traitor. Yeah. Have you, did you guys watch that video of the compilation of kids that uh, watched the reveal of Vader saying, uh, I am your father? No. No, I haven't seen that. Oh my god. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Alright. So moving on to our, let's move on to really, really, sponsored by Lim Insurance. For the times in your life when you find yourself saying, Really? Really? Call Lim Insurance today for a free quote. Call 312-945-6254 or visit the website for LimInsurance.com. That's ALI for a limb. We're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Porta potty insurance. It's a I don't forgot. It's a thing. It's an actual insurance. I forgot how the rest of it goes. That was pretty close. Um, I was actually going to go old school because I have some corrections for hooking up. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> because I was screaming at the radio when you guys were saying this. You done fucked up. T-Hawk, Cammy, DJ, and Fei Long did not show up until Super Street Fighter 2. Oh. It was World Warrior Championship Edition, which was a big deal because you could pick two of the same character. Before, if you picked Ryu, nobody else could pick Ryu. You'd have to pick Ken. Mm. Could you also do edition. the air moves? No. no. Or was that a code for the air moves? No, you There's a code do... for the air moves. Where you do the fireball in the air? Yeah. yeah. That was like a game genie thing. Uh, Championship Edition came after World Warrior, where you could play as the bosses, Balrog, Vega, and uh, Sagat, and also Bison, which were inverted in different countries. Yep. Um, and then Turbo came out. And then Super Street Fighter came out, which was slower than Turbo, but then they added Hyper Street, Street Fighter yeah. 2. It was Hyper, not Super. I thought there was Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo as well. Hyper Super Street Do you know why they inverted the names? Because of Bison and Tyson was too close. Yeah. Sorry. Hold on. That's ludicrous. Um, my apologies. So, really? Really, you took the time to look that up? <laughs> no, I knew that. I was screaming at the radio. Um, I was screaming at the radio today because on a radio station... Now, I turn my phone off when I go into work because I don't have it for eight hours and I'm like, what the fuck is the point of keeping it on? So, I turn my phone off. I'm listening to talk radio because I'm all caught up on the podcast. And <laughs> right when I turn off my phone, they say, all right, for the for Billy Joel tickets, who is the person that does the voice for this person? And it's it's ends up being Bugs Bunny and... They do Daffy Duck, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Mel Blank! And I'm trying to turn my phone back on, but it's still cycling through the do-do-do-do-do thing. I'm like, it's going to take another fucking like minute just to power back up, and finally it turns on, and I'm calling the number, and it's busy. And I'm redone, busy, redone, busy. I'm like, fuck, I could have had this. Who the fuck else is ready to answer this question at 6, 6.15 in the morning? So, but the thing is that... Well, technically, it could have been multiple people, depending on what era it was. 
Let's well, con- they were asking about the original. Oh, with contests know. like that, I mean, you basically have to be dialing as they're answering the as they're, as they're asking the question. So if they ask the question a second time, then the winner's already on force listened. I was so pissed. So pissed. I was like, fine. Because like, they're like, oh, here comes the question. I'm like, I'm not going to know this shit. And then powering my phone off, as I hit like the power off button, they asked the question. I was like, you motherfuckers. So mad. Alright, what's your really, really? Uh, I'm gonna go with the, the typical one about right now. Is okay. Lich. Uh, traffic. traffic, yeah. It's, it's not even one person, just Chicago as a collective. Just why do you need to go 30 miles an hour in a 50? Why do you need to go 25 in a 45? Just, there should be a truck lane. There should be a people with all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive lane that know what the fuck they're doing, and everyone else needs to get over and not be in my way. AKA, don't be a douchebag. Yeah, don't be a douchebag. Rodney? <laughs> Ryan just leaves like, done. Mine really, really is uh, also going back old school uh, to Apple. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty much caught up on my podcast. Well... So I've been binge listening. I can't say I can. I can never say caught up because I listen to too many podcasts. I've been binge listening to the guys we fucked podcast, which is uh, Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Um, so I got caught up with that podcast. So I switched back to Hollywood Babylon, which I'm about a dozen episodes behind now. So I'm on two fifty one. So I go back to my computer. I plug my iPod in, and the computer doesn't recognize the iPod, which either usually means factory set the iPod. Or reinstall iTunes. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to do it. So I put it into my laptop, and the laptop doesn't recognize the iPad, uh, the iPod. So I'm like, okay, fuck. Let me break out the iPad, which won't connect to the Wi-Fi for me to be able to download a new episode, unless I reset the router. And it's like the only thing that I have to reset the router for. So I'm like, fuck that. I'm not resetting the router. <laughs> so then I pull out a different iPod. And then it will not be recognized by iTunes. I'm like, really? Really? May I just say that this has to be like the quintessential first world problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Complaints. Well, I can't <laughs> believe that my. I gotta hook it out to my, my second iPod. <laughs> my other iPod's not working. <laughs> so now I only have 7,900 songs to listen to instead of 7,920. Then I have different iTunes on a different account. And it doesn't download. <laughs> then it doesn't download the uh, the podcast in order. It goes from like two fifty to two sixty two. His bitch. I don't know what's going on with my SoundCloud app, but like when I go to look up like the new episodes of Um That Just Happened, it start like the top one is ninety three and it goes down numerically. I'm like, where the fuck is uh, we're on a hundred and twenty something? Like, where the hell is it? Do you listen to the Nerdist? Okay. I do. So I don't. I can't find them on SoundCloud and like the the main Nerdist podcast anymore. Oh, huh. maybe they're no longer on SoundCloud. But like the Pete Holmes version of it uh, is on there, and then I sit there and like, oh, I I enjoy him a lot. But where you was the Chris Hardwick version? Yeah, the Chris Hardwick one. Hmm. That's like the intro to that's pretty awesome. It's like that's my favorite theme song. Yeah, yeah, the eight bit. That is a good one. Yeah. How far back does he go? Oh, I don't know. 
Yeah, but shout out to Google Play. Gary Oldman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's from like a few months ago. Google Google Play is probably the best medium to uh, to like sort your podcast and download them. The only problem is, is that sponsor, sponsor, yeah, sponsor. Was there a sponsor? What? what? Google Play. If you'd like to sponsor, I'm not just happen. Yeah, my only beef with that is the controls are not responsive in the car for Google Play. Oh, boo! They actually have to touch the phone. <laughs> first world problems. Really? Really? What What is your biggest first world problem you've had recently? I was playing The Last Garden. I got to a really intense part, and I finally beat it after like 40 minutes. And it said an error occurred on your on your disc. And I almost flipped the fuck out. Like, no! It took me 40 minutes to beat this game. This bullshit! And I was... Then... I actually came to the realization, like, I'm mad about a video game. When it's not like back in the day, when it was, like, distort, and now your whole fucking day's lost. Yeah. So. You? Uh, the gas station guy wouldn't break 100 when I had to fill up $20 of the gas. And so I had to buy stuff from the gas station. With your Cortex? With my 100 what? In the episode of Sample where George has that giant Gore-Tex coat and he's trying to break a hundred yeah. so he, and then he knocks over a whole thing of wine after he breaks the hundred. It's a good episode. <coughs> I have to start blasting. <laughs> Rodney, besides this one? Besides this yeah, one? That, that, is, that is the one. Yeah, that's the one. Alright, moving on to the oh, fuck you department. Uh, I have a Satellite fuck you from Stephen Michael Barta for airport security. He okay. didn't elaborate on it. He's just airport security. Just, just in general. Just fuck them. I want to give a fuck you to Claire and Summer for saying your butt when I asked for topics. She said you are butt. Still. They're bringing up a butt. What do you think they mean by that? I don't know. Do they think that you are butt... Or is it you are butt? Like, was it t- butt with two T's or one T? Two T's. Two T's. Is it like, I am grouped? I don't know, but that's you a are shitty butt. fucking You are butt. Superhero you are right butt. There. Welcome what? to your dude. <laughs> Wasn't that, uh, Howard Stern's? Butt man? Was it fart man or butt man? Fart man. Fart man. Yeah. You butt man butt. was Seth... Uh, Seth Green. Oh, not was Seth Green. Well, who's uh, Tom Green? Tom Green. Tom Green. This is a Tom Green show. It's not the Green Tom show. This is my favorite show. Yeah, Eric Andre really picked up where that guy left off. Yeah, I can see that. All right. So where is Tom Green? The, the only thing I could picture Tom Green in recently was Drew Barrymore. No, the, the episode of Family Guy where he's sucking on the udder of the cow and he's going like, do people think I'm funny yet? Can I stop doing this? I used to love that motherfucker too. He was funny as hell. I really did not like Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> no, nobody did. No, you no. shouldn't either. That's horrible, a horrible, horrible fucking movie. movie. Um, I, I, don't, 
I mean, well, I have a fuck you. I don't even remember that movie. It was a... Daddy, would you like some sausage? It was so bad. It was so, so stupid. <coughs> Rodney? Um, my fuck you this week. Uh, it's going to be a very vague fuck you because I don't know if people want me airing their shit. Ooh. But my soon-to-be uh, not friend on Facebook. Uh-oh. You know what you did. You know who you did it to. That's fucking bullshit. I know, they won't, I, know, I know I only know one side of the story. Well, was that the thing you were telling us yep. about? Does not need an explanation. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. So, fuck you. Well, I'm fuck you to family, familytreenow.com for having all my fucking personal information on there. Yeah, that's kind of fucking weird. And like, to opt out of it, it's a big pain in the ass. I want to get to this thing because... Pissing on Graves? No, I want to get to the Golden Globes thing. Um, I just saw Golden Globes. Did you watch the Golden Globes? Uh, I saw part of it. And Which part? I, saw, I saw just in time for Best Picture, right? Okay. For comedy or musical or whatever. Oh. Spoilers. Or best, best, best Picture period or whatever. <laughs> best and Picture I, and like, period? And b- before I even saw it, I'm like, it's going to be... That musical, La La Land. La La Land. I'm like, it's gonna be. It's artsy. It's a musical. It's go- like the For only the people the, that like that. I, uh, the only I other way it would like... win faster is if is if a retard was dancing. And yeah, I hate to say it, but and it, right when I walk in, it's like La La Land, best picture. I'm like, of fucking course it is. Of course it is, because have you seen the movie? No, and and I'm not trying to discount that or. Like, the movie itself, or the the hard work of the people in it, or the writing staff, or the musical writing staff, props to all of it. But I feel like the reason that movie was made was because they knew it was going to win some awards, not because they wanted to make a good movie. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's just... I don't know if things... Well, okay, so here's here's what I want to do. Okay. I want to go back, we'll go 10 years. Okay. And I want to do the best best picture for the past 10 years, okay? And we can... Say whether or not it was so. We'll do the drama and the musical slash but, comedy. But does it does it have the runner ups too? No. So yeah, I would like to know like what the other movies were of that. Year. Yes, but we can just say whether or not it's a good enough movie to win an award. Okay. To honestly win an award, like, do we think that that is well worth the movie to get something, or if it's overrated? Should we do a Zach Morris time out till he comes back? We could do a Wayne's World one. <gasps> I don't know if you want to look up runner-ups while I look up... This is just for Golden Globes? Yeah. When it's Oscar season, we'll we'll revisit this. Like, to me, a good movie is a movie that stands the test of time. You know what I mean? Not, what the fuck movie was that? Those shouldn't be counted as best picture movies. Okay? So we're going to go through Golden Globe winners for the past... Let's do 16 years. Let's go all the way back to 2000. Shit. And we're going to say whether or not we think there were good enough movies to win the award that they're there for. If we haven't seen it, we can say we haven't seen it, but still. Okay? You ready? Go for it. You didn't find the runner up? I'm going to look at the map. Alright, so 2016. Well, I know La La Land won for Best Musical. I'm sure we none of us have seen it. So let's go back one more year. Alright, so... Last year was The Revenant and The Martian. Martian? I didn't, I didn't see The Revenant. I, I own The Revenant now, but I haven't seen it. The Martian won for Best Comedy Slash Musical. I think it's neither. Wait, what? Yeah. But it's good. It's a great movie. I enjoyed it a lot. It, I just... 
Don't know. I mean, there were some funny parts, I guess. All right, so 2014 was Boyhood. Never saw it. And the Grand Budapest Hotel. Never saw that either. I... Again, the Grand Budapest Hotel is one of those movies to me that I'm like, you made an over-the-top artsy movie just for award season. Like, it's not... It's like a... Otherwise, you would have just made the Budapest Hotel. All right, before that was 12 Years a Slave and American Hustle. I didn't see 12 Years a Slave because I don't need to be white-guilted for a guy that's not white. Thank you. Okay. Um, and American Hustle was a good movie. Best picture? No. Never shot either. Uh, before that was Argo and Le Miserable. I liked both of them. So it's not about whether or not you like them. It's whether they're worthy enough to be the best picture. See, I don't know. I don't remember what else came out that year. So it's like. All right. So before that was The Descendants and The <coughs> Artist. Didn't see either. The fact that the fact that we're not still actively trying to watch some of these movies proves to me that no, these shouldn't be best picture material. Uh, before that was the Social Network and the Kids Are All Right. Social Network was good. Before that was Avatar and Hangover. Okay, yeah, I... I'll give it to each of those. Yeah. You know. uh, before that was Slumdog Millionaire and Vicky Cristina Barcelona. I think Slumdog Millionaire is severely overrated, and Vicky Cristina Barcelona is just because it's a Woody Allen movie. Okay. Are you looking at the best motion picture drama? And, and okay. the other one. So this is all of them then. This is the runner-ups as well. Okay, so go back to 2016. Did it go to 20? Okay. So I don't think this is the best movie. Oh, that's right. Okay, so that's the winners. How was that? I think that was last night. I think they just got this like a year behind. Okay. All right, so we'll just do... Yeah. Yeah, we'll just do dramas then. All right? Okay. So... So what year are you on now? Uh, 2015 to 2016. Oh, wow, they literally just updated it. Oh. So mine is matching a little bit closer to yours. Okay. So The Revenant, okay? Okay. What else was, what came out in 2015? Uh, the Revenant, Carol, Mad Max Fury Road, Room, and Spotlight. I like Mad Max. That's the I'd one give I'm it Mad Max out of that one. Yeah, Mad Max made See, as well. Spotlight got Best Picture for the Oscar. And to me, that... Movie shouldn't have fucking won. Not, and I haven't even seen it, but it's based on a true story. So to me, it's like, how the fuck does that get? Oh, it got best screenplay or something like that. And I'm like, that shouldn't win anything. The story's done for you. Versus something that somebody had to sit down in a room and like, I have to make a movie right now. All right, so next one was Boyhood. Never heard of that. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I uh, I don't even know who's in that fucking thing. That's what I was just trying to look at. Somebody's got to really rethink these awards, because the whole stupid music or comedy, that's kind of a dumb character. But my thing is... Category. What's, what's hard about putting action in there? Yeah. Or a horror franchise, or a horror award. Like, how, about, how about best documentary based on a true story? We don't need to have... I don't need to see best Foley artist. Like, you could break down some of so that. So, Boyhood do starred Patricia Arquette... Coltrane. Oh yeah, Roy, Patricia Arquette won Lincoln, an award for that. I'm Ethan like, Hawke. No, Patricia Arquette has no business winning any fucking awards. Okay, so we have Boyhood, like, Foxcatcher, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything. The Imitation Game was an amazing movie. Never saw any of those. Imitation Game is actually very, very good. But see, like, yeah, that's a true story, and but it's. Batch. It's like, it's a true story that nobody knew about, really. He's essentially, it's essentially about the creator of, a, of the computer, of what is now the modern-day computer. Okay. 
So anyway, so we yeah, really yeah, keep going. I, I don't, but I don't me, understand how some of these people vote for some of these movies and how they win, but but it's just I feel like it's it lumps these movies into automatically being pretentious, and it's like these are the best movies. When it's like okay, Deadpool, like Deadpool was nominated for some shit yesterday. Okay, like it was nominated for best comedy slash musical, and you got to think like here's a movie that took eleven years for them to make it, ups and downs, this and that. You know, you have, it's, it's true mostly to the source material. And all that, you can just tell that the higher-ups that probably had that on there, just had it on there just to put it on there, but they're like, that's a comic book movie. No. It's like, look, man, some of these comic book movies are dramas in a lot of ways. I mean, Winter Soldier, okay. that's got some amazing acting in it. So and, something that we talked about in the podcast, peeps, you know, group chat, what would you do to fix it? How would you fix this? Some movies that you think, I mean, not even that you think, but like I would the, have, the outcry of people online. Okay, so I would have almost like an adult version of the MTV Movie Awards. Like, here's not necessarily Best Kiss and those bullshit ones, but you can have Best Picture, Best, you know, Actor. But then you could break it down, Best Action Movie, Best Horror Movie, you know, and because some of these people are like the unsung heroes of cinema. Like, the guys that did... You know, Jew on the Grudge or, you know, Audition. These are hard movies, A, to greenlight, and B, to make. And there's a lot of thought and story that goes into these movies. And it's just like, no, you will not get an award because you're lumped into this category. And that's not fair to them. So do you think it's different? But still have it be, you know, you still dress up. You still, you know, a black tie thing. You give them the same amount of acclaim that the Golden Globes or the Oscars get. Or maybe not just the Oscars, but at least the Golden Globes, just to make these people So do you feel think the Golden important. Globes is like, that's the pinnacle? No, the Oscars. 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 Okay, so let's say... But they say that the Golden Globes are like the... Precursor. Yeah, it's like the 99% of the time, the people that win the Golden Globes are the same ones that win the Oscars. So you think that's what's going to happen? Yeah, I think okay. La La Land's going to win Best Picture, and I, and I think that's bullshit. I'm like... It's like, I almost feel like, fine, you can either get a Golden Globe or you can get an Oscar. You can't fucking, you shouldn't even be nominated for both. But it's not the same people deciding. That's fine with me. You gotta figure out who you're catering, because then you have one movie that's gonna win everything because it has, like, you know, a mentally deficient gay person that happens to learn an instrument in the inner city, and there's a big musical score in the middle that's, you know on an obscure angle and that's going to win everything because it meets every criteria of artsy and different and we still got to kind of feel bad about it because you know there's some kind of guilt or some kind of emotion behind it when it's forced it's not you're not feeling something because the movies moved you you're feeling something because all right i should feel this way about this kind of thing so that's what i'm gonna do yeah kind of like hustle and flow yeah like there's no way that movie needs Needed to be nominated. Fucking 3-6 Mafia won a fucking Oscar for that movie. I'm like, no. No. You have people making huge scores for a movie with dozens of, upon dozens of instruments and, you know, an orchestra. But no, three guys rapping about being a pimp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Let's throw that in there because we feel so we have to do that. You personally asked everyone in the group what their favorite movie is. Yeah. And only a few of us had some of the movies that were in each of our lists. But yet, some of us say, no, your movie is not good at all. It's all relative. If, it is. But 
See, if we break it down by year, most of us are going to have similar viewpoint. Most of us. Yeah, and that's fine. That's all I ask. But there's there's got to be more people that think like us than think about that shit. Because they're only looking at that because somebody else is saying, this is a good movie. And they're like, oh, okay, they, they say it's a good movie, so it must be. But it's like, no, watch the movie. Tell me what you think coming off of it. Not- so is the issue the people who are voting? Yeah. So the foreign press. Because it's it's all a bunch of old, old, old people yep. voting And that right there is why I put no stock in these award shows. But the problem is, these directors and writers that get these awards are automatically like, we will green light whatever you want to do from here on out because you won this award. When it's like, they're not the pinnacle of that profession. You know, sometimes that person isn't the best director. Wes Anderson, to me, fucking blows as a director. You know, the writing staff isn't the best writing staff. But you're getting, these people are getting greenlit just because they have an Oscar rather than their actual ability. So the only time, some of these people are going to get those movies and they're going to get these things greenlit. What bothers me is when they get greenlit from movies that they should not be part of. Yes. So that I can like understand. Like Lee for Hulk. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <sighs> That movie fucking pisses me off. Oh, God. Um, that right there is exactly what it is. Is these people who win awards and therefore are given things that they should not be doing. But some of these movies are going to be made either way. But to me, it's like, they get they get all this, like, okay, so let's go with Ang Lee. It was Ang Lee's idea to have everything kind of shift over, like, the transitions in comic book form. It was Ang Lee that decided that he should get bigger and bigger as the Hulk. It was Ang Lee's idea to, to, to do the dogs that end up fighting him. These are all bad decisions. All of them. And it's like, if he didn't just win Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, it could have gone to some other dude. They probably would have had some great ideas. But he wasn't an Oscar winner. So his opinion doesn't fucking matter. Okay. And that's bullshit to me. Like, go with the best idea, not with, he was the best director a couple years ago. We have to choose him. I don't know. It's just, the best part of these award seasons are sometimes, like, the real nice-dressed women. I'll give it that. Oh, I definitely and, like that. And Donald Glover won a Golden Globe for Atlanta. Now, here's the thing about Donald Glover. Donald Glover is who Pharrell Williams was 10 years ago. Like, everyone's like, Childish Gambino, it's like rock and hip-hop. You mean NERD that's been around since 2000? Give me a fucking break with that shit. You mean, like, Run DMC? It's like the 80s? Yeah, that too. But this is like, like Pharrell was the guy that like tested the boundaries of fashion before this guy does. And now everyone's like, he's so fashion forward. No, he's not. None of these people are. But I do give the guy credit. He is a pretty good actor. He was great in, in uh, The Martian. I haven't seen Atlanta. I haven't seen, I don't really like Childish Gambino personally. But that's whatever. Whatever. I went on a rant. I apologize. You mean the great Bambi? <coughs> the great Bambino. Are we doing anything else? You know, pissing on graves? Yeah, we can do a quick one. Piss on everyone's grave. I want to piss on death. Yeah. On behalf of the podcast, we would like to thank 2016 as a year for providing us with plenty of material for pissing on graves. Seriously. Um, But I think it would be very appropriate, being that uh, one of our... Featured uh, characters on the last show um, that we talked about her. Um, and just some of her weird accomplishments. And I thought I had uh, some weird uh, facts. Yeah. 
That's some weird facts. So, um, couple things. She never met Obi-Wan Kenobi. Something that, you know... Alec Guinness? No. Or in general? No, well, she never met him in the movie. So Leia never mm-hmm. met Obi-Wan Kenobi right. in the movie. Mm-hmm. The scene in Hoth was actually a forced scene. Apparently she had a huge cocaine problem. Ooh. Around that time. I spoke out about her bipolar disorder. Uh, she was the subject of one of the most famous ad-libs in cinema. She newly divulged in her new diary, or diarist. Uh, she had been having an affair with uh, Harrison Ford the whole time as she was 19. Oh. Of course, cool. we knew that she appeared as a nun in Jay and Silent Bob Straight Back. Uh, she was in Harry Met Sally. She was in a Patrick Dempsey movie in the 90s called Loverboy. She was having an affair with her photographer husband, Patrick Dempsey. She wrote an actual best-selling novel, Postcards from the Edge. Did you see what happened with her ashes? No. They uh they put her ashes in an urn that was shaped like a Prozac pill. Is this real or is this a joke? I think it's... I, someone was saying that it's real, but I, I meant to look it up and I just never got a chance to. I never got around to it. But yeah, this is her this is her brother walking around with it. I'm like, wow, for someone that was you know battling bipolar disorder, you'd think that she'd be like, yeah, let's not... Do that as my final wishes, but mm. they're saying that it is. So she always had a sense of humor. Yeah, and of course we all know she was one of the, just uh, one of the. She was responsible for one of the most iconic bi- bikinis in movie cinema history. Yeah, agreed. So Shwing. to the late great Carrie Fisher, we say, we know this has been pissing on graves, the Carrie Fisher edition. You just been pissed on, princess. Oh yeah. All right, uh, promotions. Yeah. All right, moving on to... Oh, did you guys... Did I, did I post this picture on the podcast feed? Yes. That's a hot picture. Anyway. She was 19, though. She was 19 the whole time. right there, though. All right, so promotions. Of course, we want to promote all the other great shows on the You're Gonna Get a Disease Network. Of course, You're Gonna Get a Disease with Nick, Luke, and Jonah. Very current events. Um, that just happened. For your commute. Ah, there you go. Nice save. Um, and and, and the, the diplomatic... Dark, <laughs> the darker, more serious... Yeah. Something. Hooking up. <laughs> or hanging out in the living room. Yeah. You can't um, really commute in hookah. That's true. Don't hookah and drive, people. Or try not to. That'd be interesting. Million dollar idea. <laughs> Million dollar idea. <laughs> hookah train rides. Oh. Coal for the engine, coal for the hookah. One bump fucks up everything, though. Unless you get, like, a little scoop there. Yeah. All right. Um, Sunday Gate with Stephen Michael Barda and Jerry Sampson. For your drinking games. Uh, the Veg Dialogues with... Claire Sampson and Summer Cornfine Cornfield for your monthly drinking games and Das Drunks with Nick and Jonah right for your annual drinking games and Ryan's upcoming podcast uh, I was trying to force you into the corner yeah 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 that one that one yeah it's me just me just talking to myself well we have that. Those shows coming up. What, what didn't they call them? Party of One? I don't know. Uh, I'll call it something. Podcasturbation? That'll work. Like so it. make sure you guys listen up for all these great podcasts, including pod, Podcasturbation or Casturbation. Okay. Either way, keep an eye out for the shows. We'll be around. Uh, Reading came first with Roy Kinsey. Taking a Bullet with Roman and Leroy. What else? You gotta look out for any more Starter Kit shows. Yes. Eight, eight more months until the fat Kim Kardashian and Kanye West City. So... The Art of Nick Prohl. Art of Nick Prohl. Dorkley County. County. Make sure to hit that up. Um, Do you have a cousin who does something? Paper Hero. Paper Hero. They're they're actually lining up some shows right now, so I'll make sure to put that out there. Tony Argenon, SoundCloud. 
Um, C2E2 should be coming up pretty soon. Yeah. So if you guys are down for that, we will be there. Yeah. Are you coming this year? Yeah. I didn't even know you guys went last year. I went a different day than you guys. Did we go last year? I didn't think we went last year. I go every year. I have to go every year. He has to. It's a compulsion. He wakes up, he's there. Yeah, we went. That was, uh... What did we see? Oh, was that when we saw Chloe? Or was it the year before? Man, I don't know. It's all blending together now. God, you guys are old. Yeah. We're going to be 33 in Ooh. two months. Did I shave my head last year? I yes. shaved my head last year. That was when we did the, the Civil War pose. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you were there. All right, so anything else? Costume's just going to be Wong this year. Yeah, we're supposed to be Doctor Strange and Wong, right? I'm still working on being Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Just like a walk up to random nerds like you guys. They'll love nerds! it, too. Nerds! They'll fucking love it. You got to get the wig. Yeah. You can nice. shave. Uh, maybe. You got to get rid of the mutton chops. It's not a mutton chop. They're almost like mutton chops. Oh. They could be. I know, but I'm saying if you were just shave this part off, this would be so much. It would be. It'd be nice. Majestic, even. All right. All right, signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sanil. Oh, I'm Adam Flores. And I'm Ryan Madigan. And um, that just happened. Oh, I had one job. Blew it. Every fucking time with this goddamn sound. Bloody hell. You had one job to do. You're just walking around the background. Oh, dee da Damn it. Damn it, Bobby. Connected to Ion. So is it one per day or what? Two? No. I just want to find two. Awesome if they did a live show and just walked up on the stage and did it. Um... <laughs> I'm on. Disconnected. Ready to pair.